Bill, my man, good morning. How are you? Um, uh, I don't know what adjective I am this morning. Um, I, I'm worried about uh, the country, and that's why I wanted to come on and talk to you about this. So let's just run it down methodically. No emotion, no whataboutism, no hysteria, none of that. I don't. I think WABC listeners would be better served to step back now and see a bigger picture. So number one, Rosenberg said something very astute in the eight o'clock hour. I know no way. many people <laughs> fainted, but he he said that he didn't care about this when he heard about it after the Mets game. And imagine going to the Mets. Pirate game that supersedes yes. the indictment against Ray. true so Met, that, pi- Met pirate game in the rain on a Monday night. Right. <laughs> okay, so that's more important than another <laughs> indictment. Yeah. Um, to fifty percent of the American population, so fifty percent of us feel the way Rosenberg feels. Okay, another day, another indictment. We all know it's political. It's wrong. We're angry it's happening, but it doesn't change our opinion one way or the other about Donald Trump. I would say 50% of Americans are in that category. The other 40% hate Trump and want him, if they could hang him like the witches at Salem, Mm. They would do it. They'd find a way to impose capital punishment on Donald Trump. You know, you, 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 you kind of giggled when you said that. That's not an exaggeration. Very anecdotal, but I have friends and family that would show up. They would pay money to see that. I mean that. Yes, they would. And that's, you know, when you read Killing the Witches, I, I attach that book to modern-day politics. It's not just about Salem way back in the 17th century. Okay, Dershowitz said something interesting in the last half hour. He brought up the 2000 election, where he himself is up to his eyebrows trying to overturn that in favor of Al Gore. So if you look back on the 2000 election, you see all kinds of hysterical analysis coming out of the political precincts. To his credit, Al Gore was not among those doing it. And that is the most positive thing Al Gore has on his historical legacy. He did not do it. But his acolytes did it. And they did it at the level of Trump and his acolytes in the year 2000 in Florida. And the Supreme Court stepped in and said, no, the state of Florida has a right to count the votes in the way they're counting them, and George W. Bush is president. Fast forward to today. What is going to have to happen here is the Supreme Court is going to have to put an end to this madness. They are going to have to get involved again now in the indictments against Donald Trump. Now, are we sure that they they uh, they can do that? Uh, of course they can, the Supreme okay, Court. Here's, here's the road now. Okay. It's an excellent question you're asking, Rosenberg. I'm, I'm like, shocked. <laughs> Kids now should be doing Meet the Press on NBC. Okay? 
fire all of those NBC people and put Sid in that chair. Okay. Thank you. So what you have on the surface, and anybody who is going to try these cases on television or radio is a charlatan and doing you, the listener, a disservice. Because we don't know all of the information. I know the ideologues will run wild on both sides. That is what they do for a living. And if you want to consume that kind of a product, that's up to you. But fair Americans, those who want a just country, you just step back. So if you look at this Georgia indictment, okay, there are 19 people indicted, including Donald Trump, by one local prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia. So she's basically using a wrecking ball to indict everybody that worked for Donald Trump on his election, okay, in a way that is so obscure that Alan Dershowitz couldn't describe it. I kept waiting for him to say, well, here's the heart of the case. There is no heart of the case. It's like Alvin Bragg in New York City. We still don't know what the federal crime is that allowed Bragg to bring this Stormy Daniels case forward. He won't say. So if I'm Donald Trump, Number one, I stop attacking federal judges and all of that. It doesn't do any good. Not going to happen. You've got your folks, Mr. President. They're not going to bail on you. You don't need to persuade them a thousand times. They believe the fix is in. And when you contrast it to the Biden family, it's just shocking. All right. But you know, you know, you know, you know that suggestion, while smart and would be the best thing for Trump, is never going to happen. Never. Well, wait, 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 wait. That, I'm not. No, I don't believe that. Really? So Trump's lawyers have got to petition the federal court system in Florida, not in D.C., that Donald Trump's civil rights are being violated that this is a malicious prosecution coming from four different venues, that it's coordinated, political, designed to take him out of the 2024 race. Now, I don't have a law degree. I was at Harvard when Dershowitz was there studying public administration. I did make fun of Dershowitz every hour on the hour, (laughs) okay, when I was in Cambridge. And I'm not a lawyer, but I am an American. And I believe that this is a coordinated effort to take Trump off the table and destroy him. And the powers of the state, local, and federal government are coordinating to do it in unison. So the lawyers for Trump file a civil rights lawsuit that has to be heard. Then you're into the system. And if you lose at the appellate level or whatever, you can't appeal. You see what I'm talking about? A hundred percent. I can't believe they haven't done it already. I mean, I know he came back and he sued E. Jean Carroll after her initial lawsuit. Yeah, all right. but, that, but, no, I know, but I, but I can't believe he hasn't done this already because it just makes so much you sense. You call up your guys, yeah. Takapina yep. and Adalia, yep. 
and, and see if I'm wrong, because I'm not. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. What do you mean you're wrong? When you say you're wrong, you mean wrong if they can actually bring the case? Yes, legal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So every American has certain rights. And if the government conspires, and you can certainly make this case with Fannie, because it could Fannie took two and a half years to do this. That could have been done in two and a half months. No, nothing changed. And why is she bringing it in Fulton County anyway when most of the Trump interactions happened in another county in Georgia? They didn't bring any of this. You got a thousand things you can throw at at this uh, system to protect an American, Donald Trump, from a political prosecution. You see what I'm saying here? I do. Now, the Supreme Court is the only hope for this country. Because once this starts, it's never going to stop. You're going to start to see in the future all people running for office starting to get prosecuted and sued and this and that. If this works, then people running for office have no protections. Trump has paid $40 million in legal fees. Nobody can do that except him because he has money coming into his political action committees that are being used to pay the bills. So you basically have this tsunami of lawsuits in a political area designed to destroy certain political candidates and officials. Now, I can make that case that I'm not even a lawyer. Well, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Because you know how much I love and respect you. And I'm not a lawyer either. Married to a beautiful lawyer, but not a lawyer. But what you're saying made so much sense that if it's okay with you, because you made such an impassioned plea and a smart plea, I'm going to bring on one of the aforementioned attorneys you mentioned, Arthur Idala, and you can ask him right here, right now, whether or not we can make this happen. Audio, you there? I am here. Hello, Mr. O'Reilly. Hello, Mr. Rosenberg. Hi. Uh, Idala, I know you're a huge, huge fan of uh, Bill O'Reilly, and you wouldn't miss this segment. Bill, if you want to give the Monarch vo- uh, version quickly as to whether or not we can go about this legally for Audie, feel free to do it. All right. Well, you heard me, right, Counselor? I I heard. Uh, yes, I heard a bunch of what you're saying. He, and here, look, Bill. Let me tell you where I totally agree with you. And it's scary, but I'm I'm doing it based on what happened to me and us. I should say in the Harvey Weinstein case. The day that the jury was being selected in Manhattan was the same day that the Los Angeles uh, District Attorney's Office uh, indicted him, and it was all over the cover of every newspaper. As I'm trying to pick a fair and impartial jury that Harvey's now indicted elsewhere. And the Manhattan prosecutors swore to us they had nothing to do with it, nothing to do with the indictment or the timing, right up until the the L.A. prosecutor gave their press conference where they thanked the Manhattan District Attorney's Office and specifically the lawyer who was trying the case against us for all of their cooperation and coordination 
in bringing this case in Los Angeles. So we were lied to right to our face, whether it was a coordinated effort to bring down Harvey Weinstein. So you uh, say this, a coordinated this, effort this, to bring down the president of the United States is very feasible. Okay. Now, listen, this is different than any case you've ever tried because politicians are indemnified when they're in office, which means when Trump was president, you could not sue Trump, okay? And you can't sue Alvin Bragg, no matter how he screws up. The law says once they're in office, you can't be sued based upon what they do because the Founding Fathers knew Nobody could govern with 100 lawsuits lamed at them to destroy them. Correct? Am I correct right now? Well, you could sue them, but they don't. It, the, the money doesn't come out of their pocket. It comes out of our you, pocket. You can't taxpayers. sue them personally. Correct. You have to correct. go after an office or something like that. Well, number one, Trump is a former president who still has certain protections under the Constitution. And number two... Um, an MSNBC commentator could make this case that this is a coordinated effort to destroy a political candidate. That's what it is. Fanny doesn't take two and a half years. Okay? I mean, That's would you agree with point, me though. there? This speech, the two and a half point, years? Yeah, that, that is by far the strongest point. Here's the problem for the president's in, in at least especially the Florida jurisdiction more than any others, is that there's some evidence that shows he thumbed his nose at our system. And by the letter of the law, if you look at line by line of the indictment, there's nothing in the indictment, in that particular indictment in Florida, that is such a stretch that, oh, they really went out of their way to go after this guy because they do things like this. I mean, we all know Martha Stewart went to jail, not because she committed a crime, but she merely lied when she went into for a voluntary interview with the government. So the government has, an, it has a history of targeting people and then just going after them. That's why Justice Scalia hated the special prosecutor. Well, but, but, but with all that said, that you're right about that, and that's a good job, uh, especially with the, the, the uh, Martha stuff, uh, some historical reference. But with all that said, uh, based upon the the sum of all this, the sum of all this, not the individual uh, indictments, the sum of all this, it's clear that Bill O'Reilly is correct. It's a very simple question. Do you think there's enough there for you and Takapina or Alina Haba, the rest of these people, to actually file a lawsuit claiming that, you know, civilly they are going after uh, Donald Trump? That's what Bill O'Reilly is asking. Is that possible? It would be it would be called a malicious prosecution claim. That's what the claim would be filed under. It would be filed in civil court, actually, under a malicious uh, prosecution claim. Do I think it would be it would prevail? I don't, because the facts of the individual cases. It, well, forget about the Manhattan one, but at least two of the three are going to stand on their own. They are. They're going to stand on their own. They're going to be able to say that the government's going to say, Your Honor, in the civil case for the malicious prosecution. We asked him to return the boxes. He said he did. We walked in. They're all right there in plain view. He lied to us. Boom. That's the end of the case. Now, it's not a malicious prosecution. They have a real case that grand jurors have heard and said there's enough probable cause to at least take it to a trial. All right. So say that happens. 
um, and say that's what this, it goes to the Supreme Court because you got to try that anyway. What you're trying to do is you're trying to delay this so we have an election here that's untainted by Bragg and Fannie and the rest of them. So the Supreme Court says, okay, we see that there is merit on two of the cases that we don't even know what Bragg is charging here. So they're thrown out. And then two more go forward, but not until the election of 2024 is held. Supreme Court knows. They know. Believe me. All nine of them know. Three of them don't care. But they know that this is a political prosecution, counselor. There may be merit, to, and I've said that on my program, that that was a huge mistake that Trump made, not going back and giving the National Archives the documents. Yeah, you said that, yep. Right, but what Trump's lawyers are going to argue, and they'll lose, is that he declassified them anyway and had the right to do that. That's going to take time to adjudicate, all right? But what the Democrats want, and they're all Democrats, all of these people, every single one of them, there's not one independent or Republican jurist involved in any of this. Well, hold on, Bill. Isn't the isn't the judge in the Florida case a Republican appointed by Donald no. Trump? She's appointed by, but not an active Republican. Okay, so Bragg and Fannie and and uh, Smith, all of these people, and the judge in D.C. You see what the judge in D.C. said about Trump? Yes, yes, on the I record and that, in public. That you're telling me, listen, that's a recusal motion. That she yeah. will put in a recusal motion, but but Bill, listen, I've listened to you a lot. Here's what you have to understand about the Supreme Court of the United States of America. Even though this is the biggest case in the country, they have very strict rules that they follow. So I know I heard you on Sid last week saying uh, regarding change of venue for that Washington D.C. case is going to go to the Supreme Court of the United States. The Supreme Court of the United States would have to kind of break all of their rules and all of their precedents to take that case on before that case goes to trial. It's just not the way they normally do. Now, as you started this segment with me, it's out of the ordinary, so maybe they will do that. Well, this is the same thing that happened in 2000 when the Supreme Court injected itself into that election and basically said, we're giving the presidency to George Bush. Yeah, but that's that not necessarily accurate, though. I have to, Professor O'Reilly, I have to correct you because I had hours of conversations with Justice Scalia about this. He, they did not inject themselves. Al Gore pro- appropriately brought the right legal cases in the right forums, and the only thing that they did was they jumped over the Circuit Court of Appeals and went right to the Supreme Court because Scalia said. It was going to come to us anyway, so we weren't uh-huh. going to waste our time with the law. Well, you court. just made my point. No, the, the Supreme but, Court wanted – wait a minute. The Supreme Court wanted to put an end to the madness because it knew it was destroying the fabric of the country. So the protocol okay. was violated by the Supreme Court. But it really now, wasn't not, violated by the Supreme Court. It wasn't. And they, it followed – Al Gore actually said, followed the correct roadmap. You just said they leaped over – one federal court apparatus, and they did. That's accurate. Look, the Supreme Court could have said, 
in 2000, we're not going to hand, we're not going to do this. We're not going to hear it. All right. But they knew, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because I know right now the Supreme Court understands the political component. If Trump is allowed to be destroyed by this partisan effort to charge him with everything, then no political candidate going forward will be safe. That's the overarch. The oh, Supreme but, but Court what understands that. Here, hold on, but what you're discounting here, Mr. O'Reilly, is that in that uh, Bush v. Gore, there was not a grand jury, two grand juries, three grand juries, four grand juries of the citizens of the United States of America who said there are charges, criminal, real criminal charges to go forward here. And the justices are supposed to listen to the citizens and not just run roughshod over them. They were going to say, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, you're right there. I'm not saying the Supreme Court is going to throw out the Mar-a-Lago documents. They don't they won't do that. But what they can do is throw out a lot of this bogus stuff like Bragg and Fanny, all right, and say, we believe that this stuff is illegitimate and politically based, but this stuff is not. You have to make a determination, Yep. all right? Okay. But we're going to suspend this until after the vote. Right, till after the election. We got, we, um, unfortunately, uh, you, this is amazing radio. <laughs> I mean, all three, uh, you guys are great, and I can listen to this, I swear, for hours, but uh, we do have to take a commercial break at some point. And I do agree, uh, Bill, that at the very I'm least. Sorry, it's your show. No, I know. Give me one minute at the end. Go ahead. Okay, uh, but at the very least, you know, you, you don't want to run the clock out. And uh, if this will extend it just a bit to give Donald Trump a uh, uh, fair uh, fair run, then uh, his lawyers should absolutely consider it whether they win it or not. And that's what All I right, do. I want you to give Idala a couple of tickets to see us live <laughs> yeah. in October 27th at Huntington. Yes. Because Arthur needs to see us, a dose of reality. No, no, I'll bring you guys water. Maybe I could be on the side. I could just be the guy who comes out and gives you a cup of water. Bill, Bill, the only thing I wanted to say, because I, I always want you to be accurate, just so you know, for the Supreme Court of the United States to get the Manhattan DA's office case, it has to run through the state system. Believe it or not, those nine justices are not allowed to touch the state case. They can't just come in and say, oh, we want to deal with this. It's like the NFL commissioner can't make a call on the NBA. So you have to exhaust the whole state system, go up to the Court of Appeals of the state of New York, and then you have to go to the Supreme Court of the United States and say, will you take this or will you not take this? So it's just not once so Brad, once Brad defines Once Brad defines what the federal crime is, all of that goes out the window, and you know it counts. All right, fair enough. That's going to do it. BS case, that one. All right, Sid, I'm sorry I took up so much no, time. No, you, you, you were good. This was great. Uh, my phone has not stopped blowing up. Bill O'Reilly, as always, this is the reason why Bill O'Reilly is the best in the business. And, Audie, you did a very good job. I love you both. Bill, we'll do this again uh, on Thursday. Thank you for calling in. This turned out to be a spectacular radio segment. Thank you both, the great Bill O'Reilly and, of course, Arthur Idala.